Hi, my name is Kate McGaw. I am the president of Arclight Agile based out on the West Coast. I'm also a certified Scrum trainer and Agile coach. Welcome to our podcast. And I'm Ryan Smith. I'm a certified Scrum master, a certified product owner, and a certified Scrum professional. Dun, 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 dun. And today's topic is how to do a demo. How to do a demo, or as some people call them, sprint reviews. And um, that would be the correct term for it. Sprint review for a, per the Scrum Guide. Yeah. Per the Scrum Guide. Let's 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 keep reviews. it. But and I think it's one of these ones that the reason I like this topic is because we kind of blow past it. And you're like, and review your stuff. And it's just like, whoa, whoa, how are we doing this? Yeah. And I've seen it done all sorts of different ways. So I want to sort of dig in today on how to really do your run your sprint review some tips some tricks maybe some things we've seen yeah uh, and there we go so i know we have this the people playing along at home can't see it but we have a sort of a sprint review agenda slide mm -hmm. yeah i think we're going to kind of go through that and so take it away yeah so so let's check in so sprint review that the scrum guide says the purpose of it is to inspect the outcome of the sprint and determine future adaptations. So it's very much to look at the work that has been completed within the sprint. So the first, if we look at a sort of six-step process for the sprint review, it is presenting the work that has been completed. Now, we're not talking about death by PowerPoint. We are not talking about, well, this is what it should do. We're talking about the demo at the actual work. So and the, the definition here is we need to be, be sure that we are only demoing the work that meets the team's definition of done. So the work needs to be completed, meet the team's definition of done, and that is the work that we are demoing within the uh, sprint review. So we need to make sure we're demoing the actual working product, not uh, what it should look like or a PowerPoint deck of what it should look like. But it is a demo of the um, working product. And the other thing that Scrum Guide says, the Scrum team presents the results of the work to their stakeholders and the progress towards the product goal is discussed. So given product goal was new in Scrum Guide 2020, I think a lot of teams are still not doing that as part of their sprint review. Mm -hmm. So, and, and the, the Scrum team doing the demo, I think this is something you and I've talked about in the past, Ryan, and is it, well, who does the demo? Is it something the product owner does? And it can be, but it says the Scrum team, which means it's developers, Scrum master, product owner. My preference is to have one of the developers. And remember, when we talk about developers, we're talking about anyone who does the work uh, within the sprint. So it may be analysts, it may be testers, it may be coders. But my preference is to have one of them do the demo. It's their work. They're the ones who've completed the work. I always think it's good because it gives them visibility to stakeholders and it gives the stakeholders visibility to who is actually doing the work on the team. You know, it's funny, just as a side note, I, I, I was talking to somebody recently and the, they're having a problem with calling everybody 
who's de developing the increment developers, because yeah. in many organizations, that's an HR thing. Yeah. And because mm -hmm. there's differences in pay, you can't call your architect or your functional analyst developers. Yeah. With, like they, they pushed back and their org was like, yeah, you can't call these people that. Like it's an HR thing. So yeah. it's one of those things where like, I think in smaller organizations like startups and mm -hmm. fun internet companies, that's not such a problem, but like big established companies, I think they're, they're having a thing with it. Um, yeah. I love everything. But well, Sorry. let me just expand on that. Cause we used to, to used to be development team, yeah. which is anyone who was doing the work. And then I think the argument around it is the team is developing a product or service. It doesn't right. have to be technical, but so many organizations get hung up on the, yep. well, does that mean there is there are no analysts and testers? Well, no, but they're called developers. Um, yes. And then we'll, we'll, can we just call them scrum team? Well, no, because the scrum team is the people doing the work plus the product owner plus the scrum master. Right. So I, I, I do think it's confusing. It is confusing. And so I've sort of I know currently myself, I'm sort of sticking to, there's sort of the dev team, you know, and these are the people that are sort of doing the work of the world, but they're not developers. They're X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's like a purely sort of HR move. But yeah. anyways, back to the sprint review. Um, I, Cause I, I, I've seen it done many different ways. Mm -hmm. I was at one organization that had one giant demo. Yeah. Where multiple teams would come. It was like a big room and everybody was there and all the stakeholders and team, they go team by team, just a couple of minutes, no PowerPoints. Mm -hmm. I mean, PowerPoints are the death of everything. Um, and just like clicking on, you go here, you do this, you do that. This is what you see. Yeah. You know, what do people think? And then it was just like, oh, that's cool. Have you guys thought about blah, 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 taking in some feedback or, you know, the, hey, we're going to put this out. It's an experiment. We don't know if our users are going to use it. I've seen that. Mm -hmm. I've seen teams that are just meeting, you know, sort yeah. of with, you know, by themselves with their stakeholders. Sometimes it's just the product owner, you know, the yeah. stakeholders are remote and it's just like the team going, this is what we completed. So there's this sort of spectrum. Yeah. And I, yeah. I think, I think that all of them, it's a, it's finding what works for your organization. And if we have multiple teams with the same stakeholders, Yep. whether they're internal stakeholders or customers, it is unlikely that they are going to want to attend three to six sprint reviews in the same week. Exactly. Therefore, it makes sense to, to maybe have, if we've got eight teams, maybe we have a two-hour event and people mm -hmm. every 15 minutes, we have a different team. Yep. Each team presents their work that meets the definition of done. It, each team discuss their progress towards the sprint goal and then we run through all of the teams and then we close out together with any changes in the market we need to be aware of. Maybe we collaborate on, on the things that we want to do next. And the, the entire time our product owner is updating our product backlog. But the thing that happens if we have that giant meeting, if we have a giant meeting for two hours, it ties up what, 50 people for two hours? And that's a huge overhead. So well, yes, 
But if we're really doing our scrum practice, mm -hmm. we've gotten people out of a lot of nonsense meetings. Yeah. And this is an important meeting because mm -hmm. this is the democratic response to that. Yeah. Everybody's seeing what the other teams are working on. Yeah. Oh, that might impact us if they haven't Absolutely. already picked, mm -hmm. if they haven't already picked up on those things. It's good to see it like working. Yeah. Again, like you said, there's multiple stakeholders that are probably spanning across teams. Mm -hmm. So they're getting it. I, I don't know that you need to show everything I think you could show because I'm I, I always sprinkle in, you know, there's tasks and there's bugs. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that I want to review those so much as here's the big ticket items. Yeah. A two hour meeting doesn't have to be a grind. It but I, mm -hmm. I do see what you're saying. Like that's a lot of people to take off the board. At this organization I was at, it wasn't a two hour meeting. It was like an hour mm -hmm. and people were really, it was really, it was really good because everybody yeah. could sort of see what everybody yeah. was doing. If it's facilitated, as long as it's facilitated well, yeah. then absolutely. I mean, I love the tea. I love it when my teams do it together like that because they are seeing what each other are working on. So we're not recreating the wheel. If one team is working on something similar, we can collaborate on that. So I definitely like it when we can do it like that, but it can't be, I mean, the, the, the scrum guide says that it's max, it's time box to a maximum of four hours for a one month sprint. So if a team's doing a <laughs> two, week, two week sprint, it should be a maximum of two hours not for one team. And now it says up to, so if we don't need it, we don't use it. Yes. But yep. to me, if we're going to do um, multiple teams, we've got to make it short, concise, and here's the work that meets the definition of done. This is how we're doing tracking towards the sprint goal. Here are the high points, points maybe some roadblocks that we hit. Any changes in, in, in the market or anything that we need to be aware of from a team point of view? One of the things I used to take to my um, sprint review was here's my roadmap and here's my release plan. So here's our release plan. Here's where we are in the overall release plan. And these are the items that we have slated for the next sprint so that nobody's being surprised about what's coming up. Because to me, this, this is the one event that should replace multiple ad hoc meetings around how's the team doing because yes. this is the meeting where or this is the the event where the stakeholders are there the stakeholders are there to provide feedback we don't want our product owners to have to do six different one-on-ones with stakeholders to get their input because it it's we're repeating and um the the same conversations over and over again. So this could be an absolutely amazing event if it is facilitated well. Each team is very focused on what they're showing. We've checked everything works ahead of time. We're maybe doing it on if we're doing a remote tool, whatever remote tool we're using, maybe we're recording it so that if somebody doesn't come to the um, review, they can listen to it offline so that we're not having to recreate one-on-ones with everyone who couldn't make it. I think the thing for me, again, I've been on you know the internet. Mm -hmm. I've been at companies that are primarily have an internet-based product. Yeah, and there's just, even though we're doing a lot of work, it's one of those things where it takes two seconds to show. Yeah. You know, it's sort of like, you. it's like, 
oh, we worked all day shooting, you know, five seconds of film. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like that action sequence that is going to, yeah. you know, we, we spent weeks on it and in the movie it's two minutes. Yeah. And that's what I feel like a lot of times, like the actual showing of the thing that we did yeah. is like 45 seconds. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. there's the discussion around it. Yeah. Because it's like, we recently built a team I was helping recently built like a document library. Yeah. So, oh, your purchase history. And here's all the documents that go with the products you purchased. It's not, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's unlike a lot of other meetings where it's like a lot of stuff and then a short period of time for discussion. It's like, no, it's the reverse. It's like, we're yeah. done with this thing in like 45 seconds. Now we can discuss. Yeah. So I think if you do have good facilitation and you can break that, oh, and here's my PowerPoint explaining why we built it and here are our metrics. It's like, yeah, just show yeah. us the thing. Yeah. And I, I think it's also um, a, a good reminder that this is the event where we inspect and adapt our product backlog. So that the, the retrospect of at the end of the sprint is where we inspect and adapt our process. But the second last meeting, which is sprint review is, is where we inspect and adapt our product backlog. So we're adding items to it. People are collaborating on what's happening in the market, what we're wanting to do next. So it's the perfect opportunity to make sure that everyone is on the same page. Because with without this, we may our stakeholders may not know the items that are coming up. And, and to me, yes, the work may not take as long to demo, but by showing maybe, uh, I know it's not part of Core Scrum, but showing a burn up chart and how, this is how we're tracking against the overall release. This is the event where everyone can just relax because they can see the team is on track or if they're not on track, this is what's going on. This is how far behind we are with what we were planning on delivering. So we can look at workarounds and things like that. But to me, this is this is often skipped by, by some organizations because, well, it's just a team event. The stakeholders don't come to it. Well, if the stakeholders are not coming to it, how do we know that they're happy with what we're doing and not waiting for a 12 month release to send them. And the other thing is I've seen some organizations turn this into, well, let's see each um, developer is gonna demo their own work and we Mm. are gonna use it to see how much work each developer's done. Oh, that's that's horrible. Yeah, this is the scrum team showing how much work they have completed as a whole mm-hmm. within the sprint. Yeah. No, I, that is a terrible. That's like, oh my God. Show <laughs> us exactly what you did and we're going to mm-hmm. judge you on it. I'd be yeah. like, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. I would yeah. never, that's, that's just, that's really horrible. Yeah. Um, no, I think it's, you know, you can tag team it. The developers mm-hmm. can tag, because I think the developers are the ones to show it. Yeah, and absolutely. Yeah. And they, I get they can tag team it. They can nominate somebody to do mm-hmm. it one week and then somebody will do it the next. However you guys choose to split that up, I'm agnostic to it. But uh, I don't want it sort of like, well, did you do all this work? Yeah. It's like, no, we're a team. Yeah, let's, exactly. Let's, because it's okay. gone through the the any design with the uh, with the analysts, any coding and any testing. So we as a team right. have produced the, this increment of work. Right. What do you think about, so we're talking about the big meeting. Mm-hmm. 
What if you can't get your stakeholders there? What if it's just sort of the product owner, like like or a product, like a smaller subset of that? Like, what if it's just your individual teams doing it? I mean, it's probably not as effective and it's not as yeah. powerful. It, it, it it's, it's not as effective. It's not as powerful, and we risk we run the risk of delivering something our customers don't want. Because if the customer doesn't come to our sprint review for the entire quarter and we then release six sprints worth of work and they go, well, this isn't what I wanted. I mean, how do you tactfully turn around and say, well, you weren't there to, to give us input? It's it's explaining to them ahead of time that part of the, the scrum process is that you will see work every two weeks and we need your input. So yes, you may feel as though it takes up time, but it also means you know you are getting exactly what you want because you've been involved in the process. So it, it it's really the product owners, one of their accountabilities is to make sure we are getting our stakeholders and our customers to the sprint review. And in order to do that, there may be certain things we need to do. Maybe our PowerPoint slide kicks off the agenda for the day and these are the key items that we did. Okay, now let's show you the items. It may need to be slightly more polished than every single developer just grabs and shows something. We, we may need to do something in order to attract that particular audience to get there but we shouldn't be straying from the, it's a demo of the actual product. And, and that is the purpose of it. The other thing I sometimes see, so we're talking about what happens if the stakeholders are not involved. What happens if the stakeholders are overly involved? And mm. we have six teams that we're trying to get to demo and they all have ideas around what needs to be added and done. In that scenario, what I will often do is I will have each team present their work and we will discuss, the team will discuss how they're doing towards the sprint goal. And then we do the next team and the next team and so on. And then together at the end, we discuss the, the changes that we need to make um, to the, the product backlog. But generally what I'll do is if I'm on, if we're using Mural, I'll make sure all of the stakeholders have an area in Mural so they can type in their thoughts as they go along so they don't lose their thoughts. When we did it in person, I made sure every um, stakeholder had a set of post-it uh, of index cards and a Sharpie so they could write ideas down as they came to their mind without being told they can't inter interject in the middle of it, having to wait 40 minutes and then they've forgotten what they wanted to ask. So mm -hmm. I find that some way of gathering real thoughts as they go along allows us to make sure we're capturing that information. It also has the added benefit of if they've got an area to add their notes on Mural or Miro, whatever tool, or they've got their, their index cards if you're in person, it gathers some of the positive feedback from them. Oh, I love the feature and thanks team for this. So it gathers, yes, future ideas, but mm -hmm. it also gathers some of the of the appreciation for the team as well, which which is always something that that I think is really beneficial. Yeah, that's that's a really good point. Is that you you know capturing that stuff and giving people a way to do it that's not disruptive. Yeah, 
it, it allows them to sort of capture it in real time. Yeah. And then you guys can sort of, get, you can meet up after, like do the demos and then go, okay, who has stuff for Team X? Who wants yeah. to discuss what they did for Team Y? Or you could go to breakout rooms for the stakeholders for those particular things. You could divide it. it there's all sorts of permutations. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think if we talk about good facilitation, that those are the types of things we're doing. Are we using breakout rooms if we're virtual to send people off to relevant breakout rooms to discuss things? Are we are we making sure that we have a visual agenda so everyone knows exactly what team is, is doing their their demo of their work at what time? And OK, now we've got the, the question and answer time at the end. And, and this is how we're going to do it. I think the, the goal for this is a very well facilitate, facilitated, organized event that the team has fun at because the team is actually, this is them celebrating their work. This is mm -hmm. everything they've done over the last sprint. So it, it should be a, a, a celebration and shouldn't be sort of, shouldn't be monotonous, I think is, is what I'm hoping for out of this event. Well, it should be an affirmative event. Like, yeah. this is what we accomplished. Yep. We built this thing. That's what I used to say about the, you know, because I've done web pages for 25 years, all sorts of things on the web. And it's just like, I could always point to a thing and say, I built that. Yeah. I didn't tear down a forest to do it. I didn't, mm. you know, move people out of their homes and tear down a neighborhood. It's just this thing I built that's up 24 seven. People use it. I can see. Yeah. The thing that I built that doesn't hurt anybody working in real time. And so I think yeah. people, you know, it's it's really important to see that, to see how I, I was on a team. I might have told this story before. I was on a, I, I think I probably did one of our early episodes. I was on a team at this company and everybody in engineering was like, we don't know if people use our stuff. We mm -hmm. don't have any real feedback. And and they brought in one of our customers. She mm -hmm. shot this 10 minute video and she's like, this is what I do. And I've got my two screens and I've got this here and this there, blah, blah. And every engineer was like, oh, oh, that thing I built that mm -hmm. I thought was nonsense. This is, here's this person telling yeah. me how much they love it. Yeah. And getting that, like, so people want to see that people use the things they built. Yeah. And they want to get that feedback. And so it, it's always that celebrate the win. It is a, in a way of celebrating the win. I think long story short, that's what it is. Yeah. And it is the, it's exactly that. It's the team members seeing and hearing directly from our stakeholders and our customers. So it's not filtered because it's not going through the product owner to get back to the team. Mm -hmm. It is effectively straight from the horse's mouth. They are hearing each other. And this is the one event where they get to hear each other and they get to interact with each other. Right. And it's, it's show and tell. Yeah. And who didn't love show and tell in grade school? <laughs> <laughs> who didn't love show and tell yeah yeah i still I'm want not, to do show and tell yeah i'm not going to suggest we change the name to show and tell but um i get your point it would be a better name <laughs> review is so uh, for 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 a field that has all these fun names like scrum master and uh -huh. you know like sprint review is a little boring well 
well, I think it's better than demo because it demo implies we're just looking at the work we've done, whereas mm -hmm. review implies we're also looking at how are we doing towards the sprint goal? How are we doing on our product backlog? Do we need to add or remove anything? How's our market going? Do we need to be aware of any trends or changes in the market? Is anything from our team point of view going to impact us? Is somebody going off on paternity leave or maternity leave? I mean, how is that going to impact us? I think all of that is, is part of the of this review. Right. I think so, it is also an easy one to get skipped. Just it because is. it's depending on how you're doing it, I've been pushing one client to like just do one giant one. Yeah, because the teams I think aren't doing them, and I think it'd be better if it's just like just an hour every sprint, yeah. one big one, get the feedback. I do love the idea about using like the whiteboard and having people be able to just like throw virtual post-it notes yeah. up on there. Um, yeah, but I think we would both agree the key is this is not a PowerPoint-driven event. Yeah. It is. It, that's exactly what we're agreeing. It's not PowerPoint-driven. It is the team showing the work that they've been doing, celebrating it, making sure it's only the the work that re meets the definition of done that is actually demoed, um, talking about how they're tracking against their overall goal. But then one of the key parts of it that we often forget is the discussions on inspecting and adapting the product backlog going forward. That's a pretty good place to wrap up, right? Sounds good. Here's to some amazing sprint reviews. Thank you for joining us today. You will find us on Twitter at Arclight Agile. You will also find us on LinkedIn at forward slash Arclight Agile. So share your thoughts with us on this episode and send us any topics you'd like us to discuss in the future.